Am I going to take all my jewelry off? Yeah, do all that. This is going <laughs> to take a minute. <laughs> Mrs. T. <laughs> <laughs> You all set now? Yep, I'm good. Okay, good. I'm ready. This is just a smidge more with Brandy Henson. I'm Holly Stillings, and this is Everything You Want to Know Without an Appointment. This is a weekly podcast where medical profession and real life collide. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. So we have one of our favorite special guest stars, Melody oh. Workman oh, from thanks. Sandals Church, creative director. Yes. All things. She thought she was just coming to say hi today. Oh, no, we're pulling her in. <laughs> I was excited. We're pulling her in. Sit down, get on the microphone. <laughs> Let's talk about all the things. Let's talk about all the things. Mm-hmm. How's everyone doing today? Good. Good? Good. That didn't sound very convincing <laughs> at all. Not at all. It's kind of one of those weird Wednesdays today. Yeah. yeah. Like school's getting started. It's so hot. It's like 105 again today. It's really hot. It yes. sucks. I typically am not like, oh, it's hot. Now I'm like, it's too hot. It's yeah. too hot. Yeah. I mean, where's fall? It's coming. Yeah. Yeah. Pumpkin brews are being sold. <laughs> Already, already, and it's yeah, it's not. It's not just a couple days ago. It was on the market and ready to go. So that means like fall's coming. Which in is, a few days, it's going to be eighty-five, and everyone in Southern California is going to have on beanies <laughs> and sweaters. <laughs> totally, totally, and Uggs yeah, and Uggs. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm ready. I'm ready for fall. Me too. Yeah. I know. So we're in this today's set the stage. It's kind of like this weird, like in between schools going crazy. Everyone's coming into the office saying they're crazy and stressed and busy. And we have all these practice schedules and different school schedules. If your kids are going to different schools like mine, you're all over the place. My husband called himself an Uber driver last night. So <laughs> yep. yeah, that's where we're at. Yep. So we thought we would talk about control today. Why? No one struggles with that. No, <laughs> I don't. I've never I had mean, that at issue. least I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going super relevant. Then. We're going yeah. very relevant and, you know, control and what is it like and what's it like <laughs> not to have it and what is it like to feel out of control and how do we deal with it? Oh, gosh. That's a lot. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it just sucks. I think for myself, as I get older, I'm trying to learn to release control over things, over life. Like as my faith grows all the time, I'm looking at how different I deal with control now than when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And I think I used to get really crazy and now I'm kind of mellowing out a little bit. I still get crazy, but I kind of know how to talk myself out of it a little bit better. Yeah. Um, It's hard though. Oh, Mm -hmm. well, even what you just said is, is there something remarkable in that and that you are looking back to how you used to be. And when we look back, all of us sitting here, everyone listening, you can think back to a situation that you walked through where you didn't have control. Mm-hmm. But even the fact that you're looking back on that, there's goodness in that. It means you got through it. You yeah. didn't have control, but you got through it. Yeah. And that gives you hope and faith. By the skin of my teeth. Right. <laughs> How, however you did it, yeah. you're here to look back and uh-huh. to talk about it. In the middle of it, you remember thinking, 
oh my gosh, this is going to take me out. I'm not going to get through this. I'm not going to survive this. But you're looking back, which means you did. You made it. And so that gives you reassurance and faith and hope that whatever situation you're walking through now or that's coming, you're going to have a victory story on the other side like you're sitting here right now. And we don't typically do a good job of looking back. We, we aren't typically good at that. Yeah. That's in the rear view. So we just keep moving. Yeah. And, and yet there's so many times where it's like, we need to pause and remember, I got through that. Right. Like I made mm-hmm. it. I can get through this. I, I did it already. I've done it once. I've done it several mm-hmm. times. And that's a good practice to like get into the habit of remembering. I remember feeling so scared. I remember feeling so out of control. I remember feeling so anxious, but I got through it. Yeah. That's, you know, it's important. Anxiety is the worst. The worst. It's the Mm -hmm. worst. Oh my gosh, I hate it. If I have anxiety, I get it in the morning sometimes. Like that's like my worst. Like if I wake up with anxiety, I'm like, I tell Joel sometimes like, oh my gosh, I feel anxious or whatever it is. And the best thing for me to do is to go and like exercise Mm -hmm. or pray or whatever it is. Those are my two go-tos when I'm feeling like that now. And typically a little bit of both works. Um, But oh my gosh, the anxious feeling that, you know, to learn how to work out of it, it's it's hard and it takes time. Yeah, I think that like we always talk about now, um, mental health and bringing a lot of attention to that. Social media has brought a lot of attention to it. We've had therapists in here. Mm-hmm. We have Melody in here. I mean, she's, she's basically the same thing. Mine was always pray to God and text Melody. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's kind of the same thing. Yes. <laughs> um, but, you know, Carrie McCoy, who was in here, who was a therapist, she was telling us that she had always been a natural born therapist before she went to school and was a therapist. Mm-hmm. And I think people really are like that. Mm-hmm. I see that in you, Melanie. Well, thanks. Yeah. yeah. I don't know that mm-hmm. I would be really good at listening to people's problems. Like, okay, number one, this is what we're doing. Let's keep you know. You're a solution based guy. I am. I yeah. am. Yeah. I am. Which and I the love therapist that. I see is not. She's like, what are you discovering? I'm like, I need you to tell me what I'm supposed to be discovering. That's not how she that's operates. What, that's what I'm paying you for. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, so we're learning all these things and trying to make ourselves better every day. I mean, what do you, what do you feel? like I mean you are a major control freak I am I love you I'm getting better Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's been a you know 10-year process yeah a lot of counseling and just realizing that you know I think when I get really anxious or I can't control something I just have to tell myself like all the worrying I've ever done in my life or all the things that I tried to control what did it change Mm -hmm. nothing like it, it made me older it gave me more wrinkles like it, you know, it's it's not good for your body or your mind. But I actually feel like when I try to control stuff, it actually just makes it, it worse. worse. It yeah, really it does. does. Yeah, it really does. You know, and I think, you know, and I joke and say like, oh, I text Melody. No, I really do. She probably got so <laughs> sick of me last year. Like, nope. she's like, let me just cut and paste what I sent you before. <laughs> yeah. Because in my mind, because I'm so OCD, it's the same thing over and over and over again. And then I try to control it. And you're right. It does make the the situation worse until I finally just said, you know what? I can't control the outcome of this. Whatever's going to happen is going to happen. And I always tell myself, no matter where I'm at now, 
in a week from now, I'm going to be in a different place. In a month from now, I'm going to be in a different place. And in a year from now, I'm going to be in a totally different place. Yep. Yes. No matter the outcome. Mm-hmm. I feel like as we're getting older, sometimes Joel and I will like talk about something that's bothering us in the morning. And by the evening, we're like, well, okay, I think we're okay. Yeah. Now. Like we feel <laughs> yeah. better. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's like, as you get older, you're just like, okay, I can't sweat the small stuff. I just can't. There's no. too many big, big things to fry in life, yep. right? Yep. And yep. those ones will really take you down. So yep. you got to just kind of keep going, yep. you know? It's just... Worry has to be at the top of the list of the most useless things that we devote enormous amounts of time to. Oh, and I'm to. so good I've at that. I've spent so I'm much so time good on that. I'm an expert. Like I'm it's an expert worry warrior. and scrolling. Yeah. <laughs> like things yeah. that are adding no value to yeah. my life, but I keep doing. It's yeah. almost like exercising a muscle that you never use. Yeah. yeah. Like think about when you work out, like you're trying to get your arms. Like if you had a muscle that's like, don't use it, but you were exercising it constantly, someone look at you and go, why, why are you doing that? You never mm-hmm. use it. But that's what worry is. Yeah. And the problem is worry becomes so familiar to us. It's almost like when you come home from work and you have a on a you have a favorite pair of sweatpants that you put on. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just so comfortable and so familiar that you can't wait to get in them. That is what worry becomes for a lot of us. Mm-hmm. I feel so safe and this feels so familiar. Yeah, it's habit. Even yeah. though it's useless, it's not producing goodness in me. It's not producing goodness for the people that are around me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not helping me get further along in my process. And one of the things that I feel like combats worry better than anything else is gratitude. So my, yes, my, I do too. my personal, mm-hmm. my personal like processing is when I start to feel worry and I, I remember sitting in therapy and talking about this to my therapist she's like what do you think about drawing that I'm like I don't draw (laughs) just want to talk this out with you but I'm like it's a spiral yeah she wanted me to draw it out and like get a visual of what I was saying because I'm like what it feels like is I'm here and then worry starts and this spiral just keeps going and what started out as a oh that might not work out turns into everyone's dead the world's falling apart yeah it's the apocalypse like and it's just a spiral and I feel like I can't control it yeah and so that's me I go worst case scenario zero to extreme yes Yes. me too yes and everything's Mm -hmm. a 10 and that affects your heart rate I'm not even medical here like you guys are but it's like that's (laughs) I can feel it you know you're married to medical that counts (laughs) yeah that's true um but so she encouraged me to start when I recognize the spiral one, she said, here's a good question to ask yourself. Where is God in the spiral? Like if he exists everywhere, he's mm-hmm. somewhere in that. And two, how can you begin to like almost reverse the spiral is not to convince myself. Oh, nothing bad. Oh, nothing. Oh, that's not going to. But to go in this moment, I'm grateful that I have the mental ability to even think this way. Mm-hmm. I'm grateful that I have a moment to pause and take a deep breath that my body is capable of breath. Like she said, I mean, go to the granular levels of gratitude. Mm. I'm grateful that I'm sitting in a comfortable space where I can actually process like literally to the very thing that's in front of you. Now I'm grateful for a beautiful world, but like, I'm grateful that I have mental capacity. I'm grateful that I have breath. I'm grateful that I can get up and go get a drink of water to help. Mm -hmm. Like all of those little things that we never think about that we take for granted, but end up becoming Oh yeah, I'm I'm replacing this thought with a grateful yeah. thought. I'm yeah. replacing this with a grateful thought. You find yourself in a hard situation. Yeah. I'm grateful for a friend mm-hmm. that I can reach out to who's there for me. Mm-hmm. It doesn't it doesn't remove 
the situation, but it gives you, I think, fresh perspective walking through walking through the situation. It does. Yeah. I love that. I feel like when I wake up, that is one thing that I like to do is like a gratitude prayer. Or like I tell our kids, like, have you done your gratitude prayer today? Because I think it does kind of set you up for the right. <laughs> but then sometimes I'll just hit these moments. And like, I actually had a moment last week and I... And my husband got off work and he was like, he's like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, fine. But I'm like, I'm worried about this. And I'm worried about it. It's like, oh my gosh, like what, what happened <laughs> What'd today? You do today? I, know. I was like, I don't know. Like, and I, I wasn't busy that day. So maybe like mm-hmm. when an I, I don't mind, <laughs> an I don't mind is a devil's playground, like for reals, you know? And I, I talked to my mom for a long time that day and I was, she's great in crisis. And I was like, you know, I, I don't know, like. Sometimes your mind just spirals yes. right out of control mm-hmm. yep. and it's like, OK, I got to get it back. Like, how do I reel this fish in? Yep. Because, you yeah. know, it's going sideways. Yeah, it's and it's the thing that we most gravitate to is fear. Yes, um, because th- the world is a scary place. And, and we know now, like I used to think when people talk about the good old days, I'm like, they weren't good old days. You just didn't know what was going on. That's you right. Didn't have so That's right. Yes. You didn't know how many murders there were. You didn't know there's a family on the prairie 40 yeah. miles away. Right. Got scoliosis. Like whatever yeah. the things are like, you just didn't know. Yeah. But now yeah. we know. And we used to say knowledge is power. Yeah. Knowledge creates so much fear. It does. It really does. The more I know, no, now I can't send my kid. Now I can't. And here's all the things. And fear is just that thing lurking that's like, I want to take control of the situation. Well, and a lot of our friends, uh, they're lawyers or, you know, I have some family members that are lawyers. (laughs) I'm like, okay, don't tell me anything because I'm just going to freak out, you know. Uh, But it's true. There's just so much out there. And I mean, I think if you're in like the legal space, you know, you just or in the insurance space. Or um, medicine. Because then there's a lot of diseases out there that you could get that you don't think you're going to get. During COVID, (laughs) are we all dying? Please ask Travis how many people came to the ER today. Like, but see, so- I think some medical people are not like that at all. Like Joel thinks you're nothing's ever well, wrong. That's like, too. Like with yeah, you know, and he'll always say you'll be fine. So if yeah. I ever see his eyes look worried, like when I was going in for a C-section with Kennedy, and I couldn't feel from my neck down, I saw his eyes get big, and I got very worried yes. really yeah. quick because I'm like, oh no, like uh-huh. I'm going to be intubated and dead in a second. <laughs> that's like, right. That's where mine went, but generally he'll say you'll be fine like I could literally have a complaint and then I get mad because I'm like you're not even listening to my complaint I could be dying in front of you and you tell me I'm gonna be fine it's true and I do the same thing with Joel I mean I and and we have a, Michelle's been on here too she's yeah. we're we're surrounded by your doctors but most of them don't think that way they all think you're fine mm-hmm. and um you know unless an eyeball falls out and it's rolling <laughs> but then it will still be fine because you can They're pop like, it back you know what yeah. we can wash this off but and it's gonna be okay we're that's what's awesome though I think that's that goes back to the gratitude piece because Brandy just made a joke about Melody got sick of Melody didn't get sick of her texting (laughs) me but like I got food poisoning in February and you know and needed to run its course I am texting Travis and Brandy like am I dying what should I do and my husband's like stop texting them and I'm like but I think 
this is something more. Yeah, this is I, I, and literally, I knew it was because I had been out to dinner with friends and we all got it. He's like, the evidence That's is the right there that you, I'm like, but what if I'm not? And then I know. the next day, I was like, my headache is, she's like, you're dehydrated. <laughs> but I couldn't, I couldn't stop my mind. And so when I was like, oh my gosh, I'm, I literally, this is, you know, no exaggeration. I remember sitting on my couch, getting emotional, thinking I'm probably dying and feeling the spiral and going, I'm so grateful I have friends mm-hmm. with knowledge that I don't have yeah. that I can text right now who can give me reassurance. I'm yeah. grateful that I have a home to recuperate in and liquids. Like I'm telling you, it is the, it's a simple practice and you can't just sort of like set it aside. Like I'm going to do this at the, it's like when you start to feel the worry, you have to immediately start replacing it with gratitude. Right. Yeah. Just like one, because again, it doesn't remove the situation. It just broadens your perspective and it doesn't make fear feel so powerful. Yeah. We have to take the power out of fear. Well, and I've been loving like affirmations lately. Brandy's kind of getting <laughs> sick of it, but <laughs> I love affirmations. I do love it. And it like, you know, cause your, your mind starts to go down this negative spiral hole and then you're like, okay, I got to bring it back. Like, like reel yourself out. Like, what did I call you yesterday? Positive Polly. I don't know. <laughs> No. Let's not talk with about Holly. what you call me. Happy Holly. Positive Holly. I'm really not. I can be a total B, but like, I mean, you know, I mean, I'm trying to learn how to deal with my own mind. And so it's affirmations. I feel like it's energy. It's like, yes. you know, it's, it's. It's so powerful. It's energy. Yep. And like, if you think this thing, then you, you got to replace it. You're going to manifest it. You're going to manifest it. You know, you, listen, like I'm mind over matter, all right? Things good are coming to me, and uh, wealth, and riches, and health, and beauty, and all the things that you know, like you got to manifest it, whatever it is. You have to train your mind to go in a certain direction in the very same way that um, you know when you're thinking about when your kids were little, and you had to train them that while they could run freely in the backyard, they can't do that in the Target parking lot. No, especially at Mountain Grove. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> There's some can't. crazy drivers there. Yes. And I can remember two times Addison almost died because she was mm-hmm. just like, in the backyard, I'm wild and free mm-hmm. and over here. And so it's like, oh, we have to train our mind that in this setting, we have to think certain thoughts and we have to stay like within guardrails, like mm-hmm. giving your mind guardrails. Yeah. And we aren't good at disciplining our minds. We're yeah. good at disciplining our bodies. Um, we're good at saying, hey, we're going to turn off blue light at this time. I'm going to set my alarm. But we let our minds run wild mm-hmm. and we just sort of become like, enslaved to it. This is where my mind took me instead of this is where I'm going to take my mind. Yeah. I'm going to like switch who's in control. Like the fear thing is almost like fear wants to get in the driver's seat every day and put you in the back. And we just sort of like, okay, I guess this is where we're going. Right. When we sort of need to go actually pull over, <laughs> I'm getting in the driver's seat and you're getting out. Like I'm yeah. not even taking you along for I a ride. I love that analogy. Yeah. It's I a long it. walk home. <laughs> It's a very long one. I know you'll find your yeah. way back to me, but I'm still not well, letting you get yeah, in the front Yeah, and control seat. is, fear is control. And I mean, I'm super superstitious too. I mean, oh, I was yes. raised superstitious. We were at the restaurant yesterday and she threw salt over her shoulder. I'm all, what are you I'm doing? She's always throwing all, salt on my salt. She's all, I spilled salt on the table. It's always going to happen. Like it happens at the house. There's salt always going to And my kids don't, don't think anything of it. They're just like, yeah, do not sit behind me. <laughs> 
But like even our kids, like they don't even think about it. It's like, oh, I spilled some salt. I'm going to talk about it and throw it over my. No, it's just like <laughs> opening the door. Like I've never heard drinking that. water. What? I have never heard that. No. Oh, gosh, I have so many. <laughs> oh, I broke a mirror. I dropped a mirror in here and she literally comes in with a salt grinder with my patient in the chair. She's I did. I was here. like, we got to immediately handle this. And I. And we ordered some sage. You got to burn that, too. There's a lot. I was like, oh, this is a fire alarm on this one. A broken mirror. You know (laughs) what? Can't have that. Uh, Whatever floats your boat. (laughs) I know. Well, you know, my grandmother was really superstitious. Mm. And so was my mother. And I'm half Polish, half Hungarian. And... I don't know. I always blame my heritage. Like, (laughs) that's the house I grew up in. And yeah, like. Yeah, you grow up with things that you just learn. You cannot. Second nature. Peacocks. Oh. Oh, you're not allowed to have peacock feathers. Peacocks are the worst. Oh. Oh, yeah. I didn't know know that. (laughs) And don't set your purse on the ground. These are all things I learned. These are all things. Yeah, you don't want to set your purse on the ground. I didn't. I mean, my grandma would have a field day if you did that. That's awesome. And like she saw some peacock feathers my mom bought and put like our entryway when I was young. And she came in and she was like, you cannot have those peacock feathers in your house. And my mom was like, really? And then... Okay, who knows what happens? Okay, like, and you know, I. So you, you were scarred from a young scarred age. Scarred from a young age, and we have a good friend, Danny, who is Michelle. We've had Michelle Morion. Is he superstitious? Oh, the worst! In I fact, never known that. I've told him. <laughs> Don't tell me any of your superstitions because, like a hypochondriac, I immediately adapt them. I immediately adapt to them. You've hit your limit. Oh, you cannot clip your nails in at night. So I stopped our kids from clipping their nails at night. I swear to God, I think part of yours is fear. Maybe that's what I'm going back to—the fear control. Like, I mean. I'm just basically insane, you know? But. Here, the, the funny thing is fear manifests for people differently. So a lot of times we look at certain people and we go, they're not afraid. Everyone's afraid. Mm-hmm. That's e- true. Everyone is afraid. They just manifest it differently. Yeah. So some people internalize all of their fear and they, they project strong, secure they are a mess inside. Mm-hmm. They they yeah. are full of anxiety. They just they have coping mechanisms. They stuff it. Um, they pretend. That, and then other people are like, "I'm so afraid." Here's everything I'm afraid of. I have mm-hmm. to tell the world. Everyone is struggling with fear uh, at some level. Mm-hmm. And I think the people who struggle with it either less or they have found some sort of victory. Um, over it are the people who have recognized that there is someone who's in control. It's just not me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, the world is not spinning out of control. The world is not, you know, just like everything. There is someone who's in control. It's just not me. And right. my connection to that person is going to be what keeps me sort of with my head above the waters of fear that keep mm-hmm. trying to take me out. Yeah. I don't, I'm not in control, but I know the person who is, you know, and I believe that that's God. And so my connection to him is going to be what keeps me from getting taken out. Yeah. yeah. From letting fear like the, like my husband, he has this funny story. I mean, it really did happen. I didn't watch it. It happened to me. So it wasn't funny to me. He observed it. It was funny, it. To, him. Like, it was funny I, to him. I died. I'm like, but I almost did die. And that's why it's not funny. We were at the beach and um, I'm not like a, I don't get in the ocean. I'm like, and I'm not a high six on the Enneagram. We've talked about the Enneagram yeah. six is like struggle with fear. I'm a high eight, but eights do not like situations that feel out of control. And I'm like, mm-hmm. why? 
in the same way I wouldn't go to a safari and just get in <laughs> go hop because in there with could the be animals. a lion somewhere like I just don't get in the ocean you know just that's my thing I don't really like to get in the ocean yeah either, I like to listen to there. it I like to watch it but yeah there's a shark like and yeah. they're hungry why am I like oh yeah, here it's like eat me I'm just me but but Adam goes out and he's got the kids and and they're out past where the waves have are no, I, the I comfort that. level. They're yeah. past the comfort I level. They can see their feet and they're like, Mom! And he's like, come on out. And I just really don't want to. No. But I'm like, I'm trying to be a good mom and whatever. So I get Now up. you gotta get your hair wet. Yes. So you almost Crap. drown on the I accordance have my to your gla- kids. He, yes. <laughs> I put my sunglasses on because I'm just like gonna wait out uh-huh. like be cool. And I'm short. You know, I'm 5'3 on a good day. And as I'm walking out I see the wave coming and I don't make the decision <laughs> fast enough. <laughs> Whether or not to try to jump over it or go under it. And then I, because I didn't decide, Mm -hmm. the waves decided. Right. And Adam tells a story. He's like, you looked so like just cool sauntering out there. And then he goes, it just took you out. When you stood up, your glasses were like here. Your messy bun that was like so perfect was little jit, just messy. And and then I was like, I'm done. But that's what I feel like fear does. Like we're walking through life like we're good. Everything's okay. And then fear just like, I'm going to take you out. And it is it is important that we recognize that fear is going to be a part of our life. We can't get rid of it um but fear we don't have to kind of like succumb to it and live under its power we can attach ourselves to the person who's in control who says fear not for i am with you i mean that's mm-hmm. that's the promise he makes if he says don't don't be fearful it's because he knows i know the end of the story i know what's around the corner i know what's around that you know i know what happens when you turn the lights on i know all of the things that you don't know and you can't see if you attach mm-hmm. yourself to me it can take the fear from becoming our like controller and we're attached to the person who is in control. And that's yeah. a process. That's not like a one time. Oh, no, I just it is decided definitely to a process. Yeah. I feel like I'm still working on that. I am too. But Same. My fear manifests as control and OCD. But it has, mm-hmm. and this has taken a lot of counseling. I'm still working on it as, it, I mean. You're I'm high f- functioning though. So I'm a high functioner. That's good. <laughs> and control freak. But no, like, you know, I've had counselors say, because my childhood was so chaotic that that's probably where part of the control, the OCD came from, because I could only control yep. like my little tiny surrounding. Right. Yep. So for me, when I feel really fearful, it comes out in control mm-hmm. and nobody likes to be around me because I am, you know, everything's I'm so OCD and it's something I'm getting better on. But it's also, you know, I'm barking orders at the kids. I'm snapping at Trav. I'm I'm so fearful sometimes in my own head that it comes out just like rage on everybody Mm -hmm. else. So I've really had to learn or if I was so worried, the repetitive things in my head, like I would keep asking Trav over and over and over, like, is it going to be okay? Like, is this going to be okay? And he's, you know, he'd get frustrated because he's Mm -hmm. like, I don't know how many more times I can answer the same question. (laughs) Like, I really felt like he just needed a recorder that was like, repeat, repeat, (laughs) repeat. But it's taken a, it's taken a long time. And I still feel, I don't feel like that as much anymore. Like I still, you know, I have to back down a little bit with the control, but I just, you know, I've got a lot to get done in the day and you know, it just needs to be done. And so I've learned to let it go. Like whatever's there, still be there tomorrow. Whatever I'm afraid of, I really can't control it. Mm -hmm. But now I see it in Harper. 
So, mm. and she can't handle when her schedule changes. Oh, and she lines up those lip glosses in her <laughs> Lululemon crossbody bag like a surgeon. Her perfume is organized in alphabetical order. Uh-huh. If I turned, if I went in there and turned one a little bit, she, she would knows. notice. So we're, I'm working on that with her because she got in the car last week because she made the volleyball team and they have school and they have youth group on Wednesdays. And, you know, it's day three and she gets in the car the other day and she starts bawling. Mm-hmm. She's like, I don't have enough hours in the day for all this like I gotta go to school all day mm-hmm. I gotta feed tiny Tim before school her little tortoise She's sister like, is busy she is and then volleyball and I gotta and look good eat. while I do yes. it and you know she do yes and then you know she's like and then on Wednesdays I have this and then I have no time and I'm like Harper you really do like mm-hmm. let's let's put it in reality like you have five minutes of homework but it's it's the change in her schedule that she doesn't like and it's not being able to like know like okay come home I do this I have this time I have this so we're working on it but and I tell her like when something doesn't go like if I say we're gonna go to Starbucks this morning and we left late and we couldn't go it would throw her whole day off. They ruined. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that would throw my day off. And too we're as really well. working on it. And she's <laughs> she's good at it, but she's very regimented. Like mm-hmm. I always tell her, like, you are a born leader. Mm-hmm. Like in Kennedy, her fear manifests in she gets really quiet and she gets in her head. She's just like Trav. Mm-hmm. Like for me, I'm controlling, I'm this, I'm that. Harper's a lot of the same way as me. Mm-hmm. Trav and Kennedy are in their head. Yeah, mm-hmm. so is Joel. Joel's like that too. Yeah. yeah. And then mm-hmm. she'll, you know, Kennedy will get a stomach ache or yep. she will, it will manifest some other way in her or she'll come to me later and she'll just start crying mm-hmm. or she'll say, like, is this going to be okay? Like, I can tell something's worried. Same thing with Trav. I know when something's wrong with him. Mm-hmm. I can usually tell if he's worried about something or if he's angry about something. Mm-hmm. Me too. And then if I know if he's angry about something and I say, what's wrong? Nothing. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, I won't ask you a second right. time. Mm-hmm. So just Not me. I just now. keep asking. <laughs> no, what's I, wrong? What's I'm wrong? used what's to, wrong? but then oh I get mad. Oh my God, nothing is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but I know something's wrong. So you're lying. <laughs> yeah. So I think, I think knowing that, and like, you know, Trav, Trav is very OCD too. He's, you know, he's driven and he's, you know, he's had to learn even with his job. He has to give jobs to other people. He can't do everything. Yeah. So I think that that is something that comes with a lot of time. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. so even when I get like controlling or fearful, I have to tell myself like, okay, like I, I can deal with this the same way that I've always dealt with it or go down my new path and then I'll text Melody. <laughs> Don't you think that like when, it, you know, our kids are growing up and they're definitely have developed their personality. I don't, I don't know if everyone does this, but I do it. I'm like, okay, you're Joel and you're Holly. Yeah. Like literally <laughs> to yes. the T. Yes. And that comes with the good and the bad. Like it's so apparent. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Like it's so genetically like just dialed in. It's mm-hmm. just, it's wild. We just got back from family vacation and we took my, my oldest son, he'll be 20 in November. And we took his girlfriend with us and she is golden. And it's just so funny to observe your oh, grown yeah. up child in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and one night we were getting ready for bed and I looked at him and I'm like, every time Elijah talks, does anything, it's like you and I had a baby. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's so much of Adam. There's so much of me in different scenarios. Adam comes out. We call mm-hmm. them the twins because they can be identical. Then there's other times where I'm like, oh my gosh, he is so me right now. And it is, it is crazy. But we had such a good conversation with him the other night because he's walking through something and he came in to talk to us. And it was so, 
rewarding to sit there with him and and tell him, hey, here's here's how we handled that situation. Yeah. We wish we would have handled it differently and like give wisdom. Yeah. Because in the same way that you're talking about with Harper, you recognize how those that behavior affected yeah. you into your adulthood. Yeah. And now we have the opportunity to to say to our kids, like, there's a different way. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. a new way. There's a healthier way. I wish I would have known it. I want you to walk in it. Oh, yes. They may not do it. Yeah. <laughs> but we have the wisdom to impart to them. And the fact that he's coming to you. Yes. Yeah. That's and that's the when big you thing. know you did something right. Yeah. That's, when your adult son's coming to you. That's where we just keep going. Okay, like, if we keep these lines of community, like, yes. we mm-hmm. can't get that shut down because yeah. they're bringing it to you I guess you have to celebrate that right totally. just that yeah. yeah if they don't take the advice oh well what yeah. can you do but, but they're still least, listening yeah and he was he was yeah. so receptive and when you were talking about how fear manifests differently in people I think to be honest I think our kids mm-hmm. are actually filled with so much fear and anxiety yeah. because in the same way that we can see everything that's wrong with the world on social media we can also start to compare ourselves mm-hmm. to what they're doing and they're doing what they got and what they achieved and what that it, kids our kids can start to feel overcome with the anxiety mm-hmm. of I'm not going to be enough mm-hmm. the kid I graduated with just got this and I, I barely did this and they're right. they're feeling fear on different levels for yeah. different reasons and we can take the lessons we're learning in our 40s and go you can start learning this in your teens yeah. mm-hmm. you don't have to wait till you're in your 30s or yeah. 40s and getting therapy to learn that there's a better way right you yeah. know and, and and you're right the fact that they're coming and that they're listening is huge and for me I think as a mom and I know that a lot of your listeners are moms Fear has this way of reminding us that we can't fix everything, mm-hmm. which is so disappointing yeah. <laughs> and so it's, like, it's well, such a what? letdown. Um, but that's where I think when you, when you're talking about control, you have to talk about trust. Mm-hmm. If you aren't in control, you have to trust that somebody is. Yeah. And then when it comes to your marriage, your health, your kids, it becomes this this truth that someone is in control. And I believe that that person is with me, for me, loves me, Mm -hmm. and has my best in mind. And so I'm going to have to choose to trust. Because control is almost like we're trying to carry everything. You Mm -hmm. know, like when I go into the grocery store, I'm like, I'm just getting a couple things. Mm -hmm. I will not make two trips to the car to carry bags. But then by the time I'm like, and I'm doing this, and someone's like, do you want to just put that in a cart? (laughs) Like, do you want to just take all that? Yeah. Oh, that'd be so much easier. That's what what fear is. We're collecting all the things that we're anxious about, worried about, and we're trying to carry them all. And God's like, do you want to, do you want to lay that down? Do you want want to leave that with me? You know, like just I can I'm fully capable. God is saying of carrying that, of holding that for you, of 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 managing that you can you can really release it. And wherever people are on their relationship with God, what what's beautiful to know is you don't have to be a seasoned super Christian on this journey for all these years. Right where you are, God talks all the time about childlike faith. Mm-hmm. In the same way that a child's like, mommy, pick me up. You can be like, God, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. And God's yeah. like, that's okay. I can, you know, yeah. and every that's, that's for everyone. That's for yeah. everyone to know and to believe and to, to hold on to that. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true in a world that's chaotic and crazy and full of anxiety. I know that that's true. Yeah. 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 It's so good. See, That's we just need like, you. I just, we need can like you a, live with me, please? I know. We need like a morning group announcement <laughs> from Melody. 
Wouldn't it I'm be great kidding. if this was like a school and Melody, Melody could get on and be like, good morning, good. students. <laughs> yes. yes. And they would listen so well. <laughs> this is the message of the day. Yes. Thank the message you. of the day. Yeah. That's what we need. Message of the day. Reverse gravity. Message of the day. Now we have one more thing we no, could do. I can't take any more things. <laughs> one more thing. No, no. One more put thing. Put that in the cart right yep. now, Brandy. Put it in the cart. <laughs> you know, the cart thing. It's hilarious, too, because, I mean, obviously this happens to everybody. But what is that about? Like, I'll go to Trader Joe's and I'll pick up a basket. I'm just going to get a couple things. I never leave with that basket. I never leave with Mm-mm. it. I always go back and get the cart. Just get the I cart next just time. Like, <laughs> you know, like it's like a 500 pound basket. Yeah, and yep. yeah. Just go get the cart. I, I always get the cart. Me too. But that, I refuse. Maybe that's like a faith uh, analogy. <laughs> Just go get the cart. Yes. That's true. Get but the cart. man, it's hard to learn. Oh, it's a hard yeah. lesson to learn. Yeah. Mine is I won't make two trips from the car to the house. I will load every <laughs> bag on my arm. I will. My arm has been bruised before. I refuse to make two trips. I will get it all in one. I am <laughs> releasing myself of that duty lately. And when I pull up, I go in and I'm like, Jack, Reed, who's ever here? Like, yep. wait, grab oh, the stuff from the car because I'm like, I, I went and did the shopping yes. and I'm going to do the dinner yep. and I'm going to do the dishes or whatever else. So unload like Joel Jack Reed whoever's here I am like okay and then I'm like you know there's stuff to do like before the groceries come in you got to clean out the fridge or who knows what Mm -hmm. I send my family a 10 minute warning I'm going to be home in 10 minutes I expect everybody to come out here and help line up everybody line up line up you want to eat this food I bought (laughs) you're going to walk it in the house or you can be hungry it's totally up to you yeah (laughs) land of the free and I am getting older and I am releasing control of those things like okay you can do this and you can do that I don't yeah. need to do all of it yeah you know yeah. and I was a total control freak about that yeah. you were when I first met you oh you've bad. gotten so much better I have yeah, I remember when I first did your Botox, you're like, I am not going to bruise. And you were so worried. I think you went and got a laser in that spot because I was like, oh, geez. Do you remember that? What a freak. Yeah. <laughs> and I now know. you just don't care. I mean, <laughs> we've I don't come know. A long we've way. come a long ways. Yeah. It's, I hope. That's I have the a long beauty ways of progress. I don't want to say that. That's, that <laughs> is the beauty of progress. I mean, yeah. when you can look back and go, you know, I'm not where I am, but I'm not where I was. Yes. I'm making progress. Um, and that's a good conversation to have with people that are in your sphere of influence to say, hey, do you see me making progress? Mm-hmm. Or to even ask for accountability. Hey, listen, I feel sometimes like I'm going to be overtaken by fear. Here's what I'm doing to, to work on that. Will you like hold me accountable? Will you check in with me? Like, you know, people start weight loss programs mm-hmm. or whatever. They have that accountability partner. Did you work out today? You could have the same thing. Hey, did you remember to pray a prayer of gratitude today? Yeah. Did Mm -hmm. you remember to like tell someone? Here's the other thing about gratitude. Um, When we don't express it, people don't know that we feel it. Yes. There's no value to unexpressed gratitude. That's true. Like, I feel grateful for you. Well, how would you Mm -hmm. know? (laughs) Right. So gratitude is something that you have to express for people to know that it exists. Yeah. Yeah. So it's so good to be in the habit of like thinking, hey, thank you guys for coming and getting this stuff out of the car. Mm -hmm. Thank you guys for brushing the dog. Like whatever those things are, gratitude has to be expressed. Thank you guys for brushing your hair (laughs) (laughs) and your teeth. (laughs) Yes. But it's like, there's so many times where I'm like, I'm going throughout my day and I'm, I'm getting in my car. I'm going to bed in my, I'm going to sleep in my bed. I'm doing all these things. God's the giver of all good gifts. What, did I pause at any point in the day and go, 
hey, thank you for, mm-hmm. thank yeah. you for my car. Thank you for my income. Thank you for the food, like all of those things, which it can sound so trite, but it is actually a game changer. Yeah. yeah. A, an absolute game changer. Because think about it, when you're worried and you're down here and you start to kind of like express gratitude, your heart takes mm-hmm. a different posture. Yeah. Your heart just sort of like, oh my gosh, I've been blessed. Like mm-hmm. I have, I have favor. There's goodness in my mm-hmm. life. There's good people. There's good friends. Yeah. I'm walking through mm-hmm. a crappy situation right now, but there are p- really good people walking mm-hmm. through this crappy situation with me. Yes. God, I'm so grateful. Mm-hmm. It is. I'm telling you, it's, it's a little thing and it's free. Doesn't even yeah. cost what therapy costs, <laughs> but you can start doing it today to start kind of like taking on your own own battle with control and not letting it win. Yes. I love mm-hmm. that. That it's, is so that's good. Really good. We're going to probably have to title it that. I know. I feel like I need Kennedy and Harper to listen to this because it is true. Like we have all these things that I, you know, in the mornings I'm like, do this, 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 and this. It's like, well, I need to like probably say thank you for doing those things instead of them just feeling like I'm like this, this, this. Because I is think true. you're really good at saying thank you. You do? Yeah. And I think you're getting better at it as you get older. Am I? Well, yeah. Like, I talk about a feeling now. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> it is. Do you have a feeling? I have lots of feelings. I'm just kidding you. <laughs> just one. I just, just have that one last feeling. You he said when you were younger, Travis was like, he uh, did. do you have any feelings? He literally <laughs> asked me that. He's wow. like, do you even have any feelings? No, I think you're really good about that. Like, you'll be like, you know, with working with you and you're like, thank you for this. Thank you for this. And, and it does mean something to hear that from yes. people, oh, you know, yeah. it's like you said, it, it does not go unnoticed yeah. Um, yeah. for anyone. We're going to pause right here and we'll be back next week with part two.